Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Finsider Radio, the Jake and Josh Show, is SB Nation's official podcast about your Miami Dolphins. Check out Finsider.com for more Miami Dolphins content and be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with us on Twitter. Jake can be found at jmendel94. Josh can be found at H-O-U-T-Z or just house. The show is made possible by Dolphins everywhere, so be sure to rate and comment, share your thoughts, and let us know how we are doing. Now, let's get on with the show. It is Friday. The Dolphins are playing the Jets. Welcome into Finsider Radio. This is the Jake and Josh show. My name is Jake Bendel. And before we get into today's show, before we get into all the news involving the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, and every single COVID-19 issue the NFL is facing, I got to welcome in Joshua Houts. Josh, doing an intro for a podcast. I don't know if you've ever seen Talladega Nights, but Doing a podcast is a lot like when he's standing there and he's saying, I don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> because you just don't, anything you do is just going to kind of feel uncomfortable and you just kind of got to do it. Right. So that's kind of where I am and I'm spitballing it over to you. So Josh, what's going on today? Shake and bake, Jake. I'm, I'm doing good, man. <laughs> I finally got the little one to sleep. I mean, I was hoping we'd come on here and talk about 30 minutes ago, but she was fighting to sleep. She's finally down. And, you know, for the whole week, we've been coming on here saying who's on the reserve list. We finally got some good news, so I'm happy to be on here to talk Dolphins football with you. How are you doing today, Jake? I'm great, man. It's it's that time of the year where it seems like every time you finish something, you just got more stuff to do. I mean, I can't say anything, though, compared it's to It's like 60 degrees father, here. So. Is it that hot up there? Is it, I mean, it's like 60 degrees outside. It looks beautiful. I don't, I don't know what. It's definitely we not winter yesterday. down here. It's crazy. We had that yesterday, and we'll get snow tomorrow. So it's what a way to bring in the Saturday football. I hope everyone's fantasy teams are doing well, first and foremost. Uh, I hope the Austin Eckler lane end of game touchdown didn't hurt you too too much so josh you mentioned it some COVID 19 news um right after we finished recording yesterday on thursday where we spoke about how the offense might be able to manage without jalen waddle uh, if you want to hear more about that go check out yesterday's episode jared dokes goes on the COVID ir josh all of a sudden it's looking like miami's running back room is going to be duke johnson and maybe malcolm brown the more we hear about him i it might be a coin flip if he's actually gonna be active uh but now all of a sudden the dolphins might take a little time let him even get a little healthier before he comes back because josh friday morning miles gaskin Salvan ahmed both off the COVID 19 list we can rejoice right and i know a lot of people you mentioned it fantasy playoffs i mean how many people were relying on you know miles gaskin yeah (laughs) out there yeah of course um but this is awesome news i mean i don't have any doubt that duke johnson could have come out here and you know carried the workload i mean i think we've seen him do that throughout his career so i think they would have been able to get by but when you see what gaskin did the last time these two teams met they gave him 23 carries so um it'll be nice to see gaskin out there i don't know if you know they're gonna favor one running back or the other i mean i guess it all depends how those reps go today but um again it looks a lot better today than it did yesterday 
Yeah, so we're going to kind of dive into this and, you know, keep it within the box of football. Uh, but I guess the one pump the break flag I have is uh, – this, this virus is a big deal. I don't know if these guys are going to be able to come right back and say, hey, I'm 100% healthy. Uh, that's the one thing I was kind of uh, kicking around when I was writing this story on the Finsider about these two running backs coming back. I think it was earlier this week. I, I Was it Brian Flores? Because I thought it was uh, uh, Studsville, but I, I don't think it was where they said uh, different players who were on the list. And I think at the time it was four with Holland and Philip Lindsay. Everyone was feeling a little differently. Some of them might have not had major, major symptoms of the virus. And then others, it seemed like might have been uh, getting kicked in the butt by a little bit. So first and foremost, we hope everyone's healthy. But Josh, I think that is also important to keep in mind that, hey, you know, these guys are back and it's exciting. But to think they are in football shape, that is a whole nother level. Yeah, I mean, we can't even sit here and, you know, begin to assume what this does to their bodies. And Jake, I mean, it's crazy to think you mentioned the Saturday football games. I mean, I can't believe the Browns are playing football tomorrow. So it's mm -hmm. something that we definitely got to take seriously. I was even going to say, you know, heading into this, you know, we hope the Dolphins are playing this weekend. Who knows? Anything could happen. But, you know, at least from yesterday, I know we talked about and speculated. We heard some rumors or someone on Twitter. I mentioned, you know, mentioned that they were going to go back to just one. Is it just one negative test now? I believe if you're so Josh start starting next week, they actually released these protocols on Thursday. So the tweet course, was right spot after we were on, done, right? <laughs> whoever, whoever hit that home run, good, good for you. So Josh, right now, NFL players need two negative COVID tests. And the way things are going to change is NFL players would need one negative COVID-19 test and one negative rapid result swab to return to action. So in theory, players can you know, be on the list Saturday and give you those two tests on Sunday in order to be on the field. So that is going to be an interesting twist starting next week, um, going from the, hey, we, you need to be 40, 48 hours clean to 24 hours. Uh, you never know. Sometimes those false positives, these can kind of help maybe point in that direction too, given the circumstances. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. Cause I, for some reason thought, you know, it was going to did I though? <laughs> you, you did. Cause I thought it was going to impact this weekend. I thought maybe Waddle or, you know, somehow they would just need that one test to get out there. So um, I'm glad you cleared that up, that it is going to happen next week. But Jake, I mean, right now, I mean, I, again, I don't want to say that these running backs are a dime a dozen because that's just not the way you view the running back room. Maybe it's the way Brian Flores and Chris Greer do, but I still think that, you know, the, the two players that when we heard the news that it just felt like a gut punch, Javon Holland and Jalen Waddle. I mean, both rookies are still yeah. on the reserve list. And I think that those two players, I mean, we can all sit here and say, undoubtedly, those will be the two difference makers that this team will need on Sunday. So I hope that they can somehow battle through this, but I think, you know, as this day goes on, it's looking a little bit less likely that those guys will play. On Sunday, the Dolphins are returning from their bye week, six and seven, five game winning streak to face the three and 10 Jets. They're one and five on the road. Josh, the Dolphins are over 500 at home. I never thought I'd say that. I never, you know, you went up in New England, you lose seven straight. Who would have ever thought that'd be the situation the Dolphins uh, would find themselves in? I mentioned the five game winning streak. The game, I think it was week 13 against the Jets. Joe Flacco was at quarterback. That was the closest game. Closest final score, maybe that's, you know, corrupting a stat a little bit to make it look in your favor. But that Jets offense was the best the team played against the Miami Dolphins. It was a seven-point game. Uh, Dolphins did come away with that win. That's why we're on the winning streak. That's why playoff hopes are alive. And Josh, this one is for all the marbles, at least for right now, because the Dolphins all-time are 55 and 55 and one against the Jets. 
Of course they are. And it's worth noting. I pulled up the, <laughs> I pulled up the fin cider. They are a nine and a half point favorites in this game. And the over under is 41, according to uh DraftKings Sportsbook. So obviously the dolphins are favored. I mean, I thought maybe that would change a little bit. It looks like it almost went up with some of these players going on the reserve list. But um, you know, when we look at these matchups and you met 55, 55 and one, I mean, uh, the, we know how these AFC's matchups go, you know, no matter how dismal the dolphins have been for years, no matter how bad the jets have been, whenever these two teams battle, you know, that's exactly what it is. So uh, again, I think we're sitting here maybe overlooking the Jets as we look at these last four games, but um, this one's definitely going to count, and I'm excited to see the way it pans out, Jake. So there's there's one thing I'm I, trying to keep in mind here is that that Jets game, the first one, it was up in New York, and it's a divisional game. Those are two things you already have going against you. It's also nipply you. up there, right? It's cold. <laughs> always, always, man. And then you think about the fact that I thought this was the craziest stat of Miami's five-game winning streak. Four of those were at home. The one that wasn't was up in New York, so... As much as I'm a little concerned that, hey, don't look over the Jets, the Dolphins were 1-17, there's reasons to be concerned, this offensive line is still bad, there are people on the COVID list, there are injuries, yada, yada, yada. I'm feeling a little confident that this, Josh, can finally be that metal bat game for the Miami Dolphins offense, that one game we can look back at and say, hey, Tua had maybe four total touchdowns or something like that, that one big positive sign where maybe your quarterback, maybe a Devontae Parker, someone on that offense decides I'm going to be the best player on the field and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, this, the way that Jets defense is set up, man, they're like one of the worst teams against the pass, one of the worst teams against the run. I mean, you saw what Travis Kelsey did to end last night's game between the Chargers and the Chiefs, just kind of making three guys look absolutely goofy, make none of them have the angle. I kind of think that if there's going to be any week for the Dolphins to really get that last push, it's against the Jets, and it's going to be a couple plays like that where someone makes one move, maybe a missed tackle, and all of a sudden, you know, a 70-yard touchdown has the whole stadium buzzing. Yeah, and it really shouldn't be a surprise, you know, this is kind of when that win streak started. And Jake, I think a lot of that confidence has to be with the way Tua Tungavaloa has been playing. In their last meeting, he completed 27 to 33 passes for 273 yards, two touchdowns, and that one interception. Um, I think that might have been one of the last times, you know, you seriously had that head scratch. You know, every game up until yeah. that point, Tua would go out there and he'd make that one mistake that you just made you say, like, what the F? And I think this was that one you have written down here. You threw an interception right into the linebacker's chest. But from that moment on, I mean, he kind of seems like he's been a lot different of a player. We see the way he's executing this offense well. And, you know, when you have that run game, again, 89 yards for Miles Gaskin the last time, almost four yards on the ground. When they were able to run that football, it opened so much up for that offense. But I guess the one thing that's given me a little bit of hesitation is, again, Jalen Waddle not being out there. Without him out there, you're now relying on Isaiah Ford and some of those other guys. And uh, I don't know about you, Jake, but I'd feel a lot more confident with our, our star rookie receiver out there. You know what? 16 receptions away from Anquan Bolden's record. Josh, all of a sudden, that's the biggest question the Dolphins are going to have to deal with. How can this offense move without one of its two biggest heartbeats? Uh, Waddle, I think he's getting six and a half targets, receptions a game. I mean, it's incredible to see how he's developed into the number one threat on this offense, considering that list of guys, man. I mean, there was a time where Alan Hearns was going to have an impact as like your number three wide receiver. That's kind of how much it changes. And we, that's kind of, that's taking the scope from, you know, August to December, but in December alone, you think about how much everything's changing. Uh, this offense is going to have to react. I think this is going to be a little tougher to deal with maybe than it would have been for Gaskin and Ahmed, just for the fact that this was kind of a lot more sudden. It seems like, I guess they're both sudden, but you have less time to prepare, I guess I should say. So Josh, I do want to ask you, Without Waddle, who's going to be that second guy, you know, Tua turns to? I mean, you have Parker on one side, you have Mike Kosicki, but I mean, you got to get someone else involved, don't you? You do, and I think uh, Brian Flores was actually asked that question at his press conference earlier today. 
who do you see, you know, playing in the slot with Waddle out? And he did mention Albert Wilson, Isaiah Ford, Mike Gesicki's name out there. So I guess it goes back to the last podcast, Jake, as much as I want to sit here and, you know, bang the table. I mean, I guess Albert Wilson and Isaiah Ford are both my guys, right? I mean, at this point, every acorn, quote unquote, is my, uh, you know, receiver that could make a splash is my guy. So I think it's going to be one of them. I think, you know, what we've seen from Isaiah Ford, I mean, I go back to that touchdown he had last week, just, you know, the the IQ and just the way it looked like Tua knew where he was going with that ball the entire mm-hmm. time. Him mentioning he didn't even run that route in practice. You know, they were all mental reps. So maybe we see a bigger game from Isaiah for, but I think that's where it starts with Waddle out of lineup. And maybe, you know, maybe Mike Kosicki does that Travis Kelsey thing where, you know, I think the last time they played, he had six targets. Maybe that goes up to, you know, double digits and we see Kosicki get more involved, but someone has to step up without Waddle out there. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down. We break down who will be cutting Cut. What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Yeah, and you wonder, you know, if the Dolphins are able to run the football. Let's say, in theory, Malcolm Brown's healthy. You can come back. You can get some of those bigger packages in. And then you can pass out of those. The Adam Shaheens and Durham Smites of the world are capable pass catchers. You think about how successful this tight end room was last season. I think that is an opportunity for the Dolphins to move the football, especially against a defense, Josh. I mean, this group has struggled. Opposing quarterbacks facing the Jets have a quarterback rating of 108 Quarterbacks are averaging 8.3 yards per attempt. Both are last in the league. And Josh, I think the biggest reason why I think this offense has an opportunity to really kick the doors down a little bit, you know, have that one game, you can kind of scroll through the schedule and like see a very awkward number and think, man, that was such a fun game. That's because the Dolphins are facing the Jets and the Dolphins have a good defense and the Jets, in fact, have Zach Wilson. So Josh, we did not see Zach Wilson the last time these guys played. The Jets actually, you know, it proved to be the right move to start Joe Flacco. It worked out decently well for them. This time it's different. No Elijah Moore, no Corey Davis. This man, this has to be the matchup that we all have to be so excited about that we're all those Dolphin homers. We all have the Dolphins defense and fantasy. That just seems like the situation where we always get it to blow up in our face and we end up looking like the uh, Wiley Coyote and it's just the TNT and he's, you know, got the dust all over his face. I hope to God we're not the Wiley Coyote and this isn't Zach Wilson's breakout game, but you're right, Jake. I mean, uh, we kept talking about it. You know, the, the best performance we ha- we saw from a quarterback was Joe Flacco and they're bringing out Zach Wilson Wild. this week. You have written down here 202 yards last week, 
through the air, 4.8 yards per attempt. So, you know, it's just funny because if this was two in his rookie year, you know, would we not hear all this crap surrounding a Zach Wilson, you know, his poor rookie season, you know, Justin Fields up and down start Trevor Lawrence to an extent. But I, I think the defense, the way this Dolphins defense has approached these last few weeks, especially over this five game winning streak, Jake, is again, it looks a lot like that defense we expected heading into the year when you added a Jalen mm-hmm. Phillips. I mean, uh, unfortunately, Javon Holland might not be out there, but when you added Javon Holland this offseason, I mean, uh, this defense is, is looking hungry and it starts up there with Jalen Phillips. You have written down here is eight and a half sacks. I mean, is this not the perfect game for him to just, you know, rear his ears back and just attack Zach Wilson, who he does have that mobility factor. You know, he does have that little bit of an it factor that has caused the Dolphins so many fits in the years past. So are they going to have Jalen Phillips maybe spy him a little bit, do some of those things he did against Lamar Jackson on Thursday night football? I don't know, but I do think our young rookie quarterback, um, I just keep thinking, you know, this is going to end with him getting his hair cut just like Justin Herbert last season. <laughs> Man, that was one of the funniest things ever. Uh, if we want to really get into the Jalen Phillips for defensive rookie of the year conversation, I mean, there are two guys on Dallas going absolutely bananas. I mean, if this is not Michael the Parsons, that dude, that dude's an alien or something, dude. That guy, he's subhuman. Crazy. <laughs> so you think about this matchup, Josh. I mean, if, if you want to get Jalen Phillips in that conversation, I mean, if we if he can have that four sack game against the Jets again, like it goes back to what I was saying about the offense, some guy on the team just shows I'm better than everyone else. I'm going to take advantage of that and I'm going to ruin your day. I'm going to take your lunch money. And I mean, Jalen Phillips, an opportunity to have like four or five sacks. I mean, that will go so far. I'm asking again, I'm super asking to outkick coverage. But if we want to get him in that defensive uh, rookie of the year conversation, I think that this is the opportunity to get that campaign really rolling. Yeah. And, you know, I, again, I wish Javon Holland was out there because as much as mm-hmm. I like Jalen Phillips, he might be more of that guy that we should be sitting here. You know, that's our defensive rookie of the year. But one thing I want to mention with Jalen Phillips, Jake, is, you know, yes, I want him out there every down. You know, I want to see him out there, you know, rearing his head back and getting to the quarterback. But then you're taking snaps away from Andrew Van Ginkle and some of those other guys that have proven to be players. So uh, it goes back to versatility, man. I mean, we're talking about Jalen Phillips, but any of these guys could have a big day. And I guess um, the question I have for you, Jake, is who's going to step up if Javon Holland can't play? I mean, we mentioned Sheldrick Redwine, maybe being that insurance policy we know eric rowe believe uh brandon jones is back so i guess there's not that big of a concern there but again Mm -hmm. when you have a playmaker like javon holland a guy that you know people are comparing to an eric barrier you know an earl thomas some of those great safeties have come before not having him in that lineup you know should at least give the dolphins a little bit of concern despite no elijah moore and some of those other weapons Dude, if Elijah Moore was playing, I mean, I would be terrified that this was going to be one of those games, the the old like late season Dolphin games, the the 2010s, basically every single year, you know, you're so close to the playoffs and then you um, lose those two games. Josh, we're talking about the linebackers and, you know, the way the Dolphins run the defense, you know, the versatility, but you watch the games four or five, seven times over. Alandon Roberts, he had two tackles last week. He knocked down one pass. And according to PFF two weeks ago, sorry, last week was the bye. I was actually the best player last week. Uh, so, Josh, PFF had a Landon Roberts as the highest rated guy in that Dolphins defense or what near the top. So what has been the change for him where maybe he's not being that run stopper? You know, he has the two tackles, but he's becoming one of those guys this defense can really rely on when, you know, maybe the pass rush isn't working or, hey, we can finally stop the run, those different types of things. 
Jake, I think he's honestly just playing with more confidence and his coaching staff starting to realize, you know, what type of playmaker he can be when he's given those opportunities. You had to bring up Landon Roberts. I want to mention Duke Riley. I mean, it, he had a block punt a few weeks ago. This guy's all over the field playing this hair on fire. So again, for a unit that we, I, I know I sat here and said it's a weakness, a position that they absolutely need to address in the off season. You're seeing Landon Roberts, you're seeing Duke mm-hmm. Riley, you're seeing some of those other guys prove that they can be more than just run stuffers. And that has to have a lot to do with what the Dolphins have been able to do successfully in defense. And of course, I mean, you mentioned Holland, but we don't have to talk about the secondary too long. I mean, Keelan Cole, Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder, those are going to be Zach Wilson's three top targets. Kevin Coleman's questionable. Ty Johnson. Actually, Josh, is it can't Michael Carter come back this week? Aren't there rumors of, of that possibility? That's what that's what I continued to hear. And I, I mean, I was going to sit here and kind of take a you know, say that, that was one of the things the Dolphins had that they didn't have to be too concerned about with Ty Johnson because Michael Carter, I think he had, what, 68 yards on the ground? I mean, he was having success mm-hmm. before that injury. So I, there's rumors there, Jake, but let's hope for this Dolphins defense they don't come true. Yeah, for those who don't remember, he got injured the first time the Dolphins and Jets played this season uh, and has been in, on injured reserve ever since. So, Josh, let's let's get right down to it. Outside of a uh, Shaq Lawson revenge game, how do you, how do you see this one uh, turning out? Shaq Lawson revenge game. It's definitely going to be a Shaq Lawson revenge game, right, Jake? Uh, 24-17 was the score. Austin Jackson gets roasted all yeah, game. Oh, God. You, you just spoke that into existence. It's definitely <laughs> going to happen. So, I mean, 24-17 was the score of the last one. I mean, I think without Waddle, it might be a different story. I'm going to go 23-9. Is that, is that just some random-ass score like a – Swami or whatever, Swagam. What the hell do they call it? Scorigami. Yeah, that's one of those Scorigami. So that, that's going to be my prediction. Nine to 23. What about you, Jake? So you think the bye week's only good for one point? Didn't they beat the Giants 22 to nine? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, j- I'm just trying to throw <laughs> out some random ass, you know, crazy score between the Dolphins and the Jets. That it, hopefully it's 42 to three. You might be onto something. It was actually 20 to nine against the Giants. I'm sorry about that. But you're onto something where I don't think I see. A- I don't know if the Jets can score a touchdown against this defense, man. I just don't think that's a possibility. So I like the three field goals. I think that is definitely something that that is a possibility. But, man, I think the Dolphins defense is going to get some turnovers. uh, And then it's just kind of up to who scores them. So, I mean, Josh, I'm going to say they win this game 30 to 9. I mean, you think about that Panthers game. Uh, 33 to 10. I think this is a better opportunity for the Dolphins. I think this is a better matchup despite not having Waddle. So, man, hopefully we're sitting here Monday not seeing (laughs) playoff hopes down the drain i mean saints on monday night that that sounds like a very exciting matchup to me josh sean payton just a little side note he was actually got tested for covid it came back positive on friday so that's something to keep an eye on as we get closer to next week but thank you guys so much for joining us josh can be found on twitter at h-o-u-t-z be sure to be following him he's in my DMs all the time, just kind of sharing tweets about all the breaking news that's happening, all that stuff. So he is always going to be on top of whatever's happening for the Miami Dolphins. I can be found at jmendel94. I can't say it enough. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for subscribing. We'll talk to you Monday. Fins up. Fins up. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami
football team. We drink the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami.